This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. The big news in the United States today is that the U.S. auto industry is starting to reopen its plants with thousands, tens of thousands of workers returning to dozens and dozens of plants to start making new cars and components all over again. And everyone wants to know what's going to happen. Over the weekend, I was interviewed by several television and radio stations and a newspaper, all wanting to know how the auto industry was going to pull this off. What I told them is what all of you have already heard us saying here at AutoLine. We know exactly what's going to happen because the industry opened its plants in China nearly two months ago and in parts of Europe several weeks ago. Everyone will be thermally scanned to see if they have a fever before going into those plants. Anyone with any signs of the illness will immediately be given a COVID-19 test. Everyone will be given a packet with masks, gloves, and eye protection that they have to wear at all times. Their workstations will be separated by welding curtains and will be wiped down before, during, and after their shifts. These procedures have worked very well in China and Europe, and there's no reason why they should not work in the U.S., But that's not to say everything is returning to normal. Despite all the safety precautions, Ford expects a lot more absenteeism from line workers who still don't feel that it's safe to return to work. So it's hiring over 1,000 temporary workers to plug the gap. But hiring temps and taking safety precautions may not be enough to get things going again. Mercedes-Benz was the first to reopen its assembly plant in the U.S. in late April but it's shutting down this week because it ran out of parts from Mexico. We believe that opening so early was probably a mistake. Starting production only to quickly shut it down again is disruptive and costly. And that plant was only operating on one shift. The good news is Mexico is giving the green light to its auto industry to reopen this week. So hopefully the pipeline will fill up quickly for everyone. President Trump is going to visit a Ford plant in Michigan this week that makes ventilators in conjunction with GE, and that's certainly going to cause some controversy. For one, the president is ignoring General Motors, which leapt into action to make ventilators. In fact, the president has criticized GM's efforts. Secondly, Ford is following safety procedures set down by the Center for Disease Control, and it's stipulating that no one can go into its plants without wearing a mask. So everyone is wondering if President Trump is going to wear a mask or not. But I think we know the answer to that one. Of course, he's not going to wear a mask. Porsche revealed the Targa version of the new 911 over this weekend. The model has been part of the 911 lineup since 1965 and is characterized by a silver Targa bar, retractable roof section, and wraparound rear window. The roof section is made of two flat magnesium elements that hold the fabric roof, which is also packed with sound-deadening material. And while the Targa bar is traditionally silver, it can be ordered in black as well. All-wheel drive, active suspension management, and an 8-speed automatic are standard, but a 7-speed manual is also available on the 4S model. Its 3-liter twin-turbo 6-cylinder engine 
comes in two outputs, 379 horsepower in the Targa 4 and 443 horsepower in the Targa 4S. The 4 will go 0 to 60 in 4 seconds, while the 4S will do it in 3.4 seconds. The Porsche 911 Targa will go on sale in the U.S. before the year is out. The Targa 4 will carry a starting price of about $121,000, while the 4S starts at over $137,000. A lot of us are getting tired of being cooped up in our homes all the time. But imagine if you're the Drift King, Von Gitten, who's known for setting up elaborate drift courses. Well, if you're him, you mix a 500-horsepower Foxbody Mustang, some orange cones, pool noodles, and your driveway to have some fun. Gittin Jr. has a flair for pulling off difficult maneuvers in tight spaces, but he says, and I quote here, I almost ended up in my living room on one run when I went full hot rod, but I managed to save it. I hope this puts smiles on many faces. Well, Vaughn, you put a smile on our faces, so thanks for all that. Tesla is moving aggressively to build vehicles in Texas. Electric reports that the company chose Austin, Texas for its next gigafactory and that it's going to happen rather quickly. Construction is expected to start soon and it will even assemble Model Ys at the plant by the end of the year. And by the end of next year, it will start producing the Cybertruck. So why isn't Tesla building those vehicles at its gigafactory in Nevada? Well, GM has a plant in Arlington, Texas, and Toyota has one in San Antonio, Texas. So Tesla would be able to take advantage of suppliers and logistics by plopping down in Texas. Panasonic lost the title as the sole supplier of batteries to Tesla, but due to strong demand for all of Tesla's EVs, the Gigafactory that they operate together in Nevada was profitable for the second consecutive quarter. In fact, demand is so strong that it's going beyond the plant's current capacity of 35 gigawatt hours per year. So both Tesla and Panasonic are now in talks to expand capacity, but they didn't say by how much. Panasonic also says it'll be working to improve materials and technologies in its battery cells this year. And let's squeeze in one more Elon Musk story. As you know, he threatened to pull Tesla's headquarters and operations out of California, and because of that, officials in California have rejected subsidies for Musk's SpaceX company. It wanted over $650,000 to help train 900 employees and hire 300 more. So that makes us wonder, will SpaceX move to Texas too? Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Last year, the vacuum company Dyson scrapped its plans to make an EV. But in an interview with the Sunday Times magazine, Sir James Dyson not only shared some details about the EV, he even showed it off. It was codenamed N526, and it's a seven-seater with over 600 miles of range thanks to its solid-state batteries. It could go from 0 to 62 miles an hour in 4.8 seconds with a top speed of 125 miles an hour. Dyson revealed that cost is the reason why he pulled the plug on the program. He spent 500 million pounds of his own money on the EV and said each vehicle would have to cost 150,000 pounds just to break even. That's over $180,000. But Dyson did say 
if it ever became economically viable, he would try to do it again in the future. Before the coronavirus outbreak, there was supposed to be something like 120 different EV models that were going to make their debut over the next couple of years. But right now, there's still not a whole lot of choice. That means an EV startup like Lucid Motors has a great chance to differentiate itself from the competition. Our Sean McElroy interviewed Eric Bach from Lucid to get an update of what they're doing. Uh, the EV space is fairly empty. Uh, that means there is little choice right now, um, especially if you look at the, the luxury EV space there. There is no real luxury EV to, to our knowledge. There is a, a great tech product. That's the uh, Tesla Model S and their lineup. Uh, but it's not true luxury. If you look at the ICE top of the line vehicles, they are in a different class and they offer completely different experiences and, and um, design language, plushness, comfort features than you would find in, in the current lineup of EVs. So we are combining that uh, into the Lucid Air. So you get ultra high efficiency of an electric vehicle that is basically uh, vacant other than Tesla. Then you get the luxury aspect of the ICE engine competitors, and we merge that in an ultra-spacious luxury EV. To learn more about the all-electric air sedan and when it's actually going to start hitting customers' hands, you can watch that entire interview right now on our YouTube channel. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thank you for watching.